everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. We have a brief tale coming at you from someone who is very interesting and a little different from who we normally have on. It is Mr. Jock Embarrassed. Welcome. Hello. How's everyone doing? Hopefully everyone out there in podcast land is good. It's been a week. We were just talking about our weeks and, you know... Hope you're doing good. You're getting another podcast, so you're having a great week here because, hey, we got podcasts about underwear. What's not to love about that? So welcome to our show. Welcome, welcome. So we'll jump right into our first questions. For those of our listeners who aren't familiar with you, tell our listeners a little bit about you. Yeah, so I am known online, as you said, as Jock Embarrassed. People usually sometimes just call me Jock for short. Basically, I am a long-lived <laughs> underwear aficionado and content creator. I currently reside in Texas. I'm in my late 20s, exact age. I like to keep a mystery. I like to stay aloof a little bit. Um, well, I don't need to know the exact age. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, if women can get away with it, I think men should be able to as well. True. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, sexual orientation, uh, I identify as gay. I think I'm pretty gay. I did some experimenting, you know, throughout my years. But yeah, I definitely am gay. And yeah, this is my first time on a podcast. So I'm really happy to be here. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. It's good to have you on. We've been going back and forth for a while now. And I've been following you for, for a minute and watching what you do. And it's it's very interesting, and it's very white brief-centric, which tidy whities which many guys out there I have found out love. It's crazy to think about the tidy whitey love out there since we started our show, and we should have another one, so we may get you on that soon, because there's so many things different about tidy whities than other underwear, which is really interesting. So I'm sure we'll delve into that a little bit on this podcast. So you're said you're an underwear aficionado. So what made you get interested in underwear? What was it? What would made you discover that love of underwear? Yeah, great question. So it really started at a young age for me, and I would say it was two like important kind of like life events, kind of like in growing up. The first, you know, my mom used to work in a department store. So growing up, I was there pretty often, you know, waiting for her to get off work, um, you know, picking her up with my dad, stuff like that. And I would find myself wandering around the store and, you know, I would end up in the men's underwear aisle. And yeah, between the ages of like six and 10, like obviously I didn't know what I liked at that age, but I would just linger in the underwear aisle and I would stare at the packages and kind of I guess admire what was on them. But yeah, that's how my that's how it started to develop a little bit, just kind of having an interest in underwear. And then my second foundation in, you know, my love of underwear came from cartoons. Um, oh, you know, wow. there was always a lot of moments in my youth where I found myself really enjoying when characters in these cartoons had their underwear revealed in like compromising positions. So like pantsings or wedgies. I don't know why still to this day, but that was something that always intrigued me from a young age. So that those are kind of the two things that really got me interested in underwear. 
Nice. That's you're the first person who's come on who said that cartoons got you into underwear. That's a different one. I will say. Anyone in particular any cartoons in particular that stand out in your memory? Probably Ed, Ed and Eddie was a classic for me. Kids Next Door. Those are the Cartoon Network ones. And then Nickelodeon had Danny Phantom as well. And, I mean, there was SpongeBob SquarePants as well. But I didn't really like <laughs> those underwear moments because it was on a sponge, you know. But, um, but, yeah, those are the ones that kind of jump out right away. Nice. On your Instagram, you have, of course, we said the Tidy Whities. But do you like other pairs as well? Or is it just... Lately, you've been the tidy whitey guy. Yeah, yeah, great question. So my entire life, I was pretty obsessed with, you know, white briefs, classic tidy whiteys, as you said. I thought that's what I would wear 24-7. But then in college, you know, it was a time of deep exploration. <laughs> and I found myself, you know, trying new things, you know, colored briefs, patterns, low-rise briefs, bikini briefs. And a friend of mine was actually obsessed with men's thongs. And he really loved the idea of seeing me in a thong. And I remember just like not really being into it at the time because I just thought it was, I don't know, feminine maybe or girly. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. I think I was just more closed minded at that age. And yeah, I made a better deal with him. I can't remember exactly, but I tried men's thongs in college as well. So I really kind of diversified what I enjoyed in college, like by trying different brands, um, styles of underwear, colors, stuff like that. And now I definitely have a more wide range. I wear all styles really. So yeah, it's definitely changed over the years. Nice. It's cool that you said you've gone out and tried everything and thongs and uh, your friend liked you in it. So that that's interesting. I don't think... Many of our guys who've come on have had friends suggest wearing thongs to them in, in their college days, but that's that's very cool. So you were just like, I don't know about these thongs. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just like, I don't know. It's because this friend of mine also had an underwear, you know, fetish or kink or interest, whatever anyone mm-hmm. wants to call it, right? And his, in particular, had thongs in it, and mine was more brief centric. And so I just didn't see the appeal initially. But yeah, he basically convinced me one way or another. I'm pretty sure he bought the pack of thongs for me to try. And yeah, that was the start of that. Nice. That's a good friend to have when you're younger, because I know even people today, some of our listeners and people that follow us on socials don't even have that. That's pretty cool. You had a friend back in the day that was like, hey, try thongs, try this, do this. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty awesome. You're an interesting case because you have such a diverse area and what you do now. So some of my questions have to be modified than my normal ones. So what were some of your first brands that you really enjoyed? Yeah, so I grew up with, you know, just the Walmart styles, Hanes primarily, a little bit of Fruit of the Loom, but I was mainly a Hanes, um, you know, teenager. And then in college was really the first time that I started buying my own underwear. You know, I think a lot of people get um, their first job at 16. I got mm-hmm. my first job in college at like 18. 
And that was the first time that I got a first, a, my first paycheck, you know, of minimum wage and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And I think I, I purchased, um, you know, classic Calvin Klein white briefs on with my first paycheck. And, you know, I think that's kind of what started me down the path of, you know, wearing more designer type underwear, but still having the classics in the drawer as well. Nice. That's a good, good first one to get the Calvin Klein white briefs are are one of my favorites. They're classic. They're standard. And, you know, every guy should own a pack of them in their underwear drawer. But we have guys who are stuck on one style and that's what they like, which more power to you. But I like a little diversity in my underwear drawer. There's a time and place for everything except for boxers. I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, I guess we could argue that. (laughs) Maybe. That's my only issue. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, no boxers, because there's no support. There's no, why you just go commando and be done with it. (laughs) Just saying, just saying. So how did these first pairs in your exploration with your friend and thongs lead you to today? Because now you're doing white brief content on Twitter. You have, you live out many of the things we've discussed on our white brief show, because there's a whole fetish around white briefs that you know you mentioned the wedgies you mentioned embarrassing moments and stuff like that which is very interesting because when you look at underwear as a whole that's the only one that sort of has that you know the wedgie the embarrassment around it all the other pairs are kind of like okay whatever but white briefs have this aura around them that allows you to be more Sort of, you know, out there, kinky, fun. So how did it evolve over time? Yeah, yeah, great question. So I think what happened with me specifically is after, like during college, I kind of started working out a little bit and I wanted to post content online on Instagram of underwear. You know, I had like, I feel like I wanted to share myself in my underwear And it just kind of grew over time, you know, so it's been about, I don't even know how long it's been since I graduated college, but at least five years, you know, of me kind of posting content online and just kind of exploring that underwear kink of mine and meeting with other people who have the same interests and talking and collabing and stuff like that. So yeah, that's kind of how it started with just me like posting selfies in my underwear on Instagram and then growing it now to what it has become, which is more just like act, like living these fantasies that guys have online because there's a, I, I would say a good number of people that have this kind of mm-hmm. kink that centers around embarrassment and underwear embarrassment and naked embarrassment and stuff like that. You know, it's all kind of about men being vulnerable. So what I like to do is kind of set up these scenarios with other guys and kind of live out their fantasies and stuff. So it's been a lot of fun to kind of capture those moments and, and create them. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing. Cause I will admit, I haven't paid much attention to white briefs until we started really doing the white brief show and the discussions we got into in planning were centered around all of this. It's like, okay, there's so much more here going on than just underwear. It's, it's goes deeper. Uh, a lot of people I've talked to online 
uh, have the the exact same thing where it's like one person in particular who I know online, I think he's on Instagram, is he likes being caught either with his brief showing over the top of his jeans or his pants down. So they're, they're the common themes that run through white briefs, which is very interesting to me that it hasn't spread to other pairs. It's just... I guess it's the growing up with the white briefs and the stigma, especially when boxers were big. That's like, oh, you wear white, you wear briefs? What? Yeah. Well, you know, it goes back to what you said, the stigma in society and what you see in media and television. You know, when you think of those classic scenes of characters or actors, whatever, being pantsed or wedgied, usually they're wearing tidy whities for mm-hmm. that humor effect. And so that's just kind of what it what it happened in the world with tidy whities specifically you know that's why they're seen as so quote unquote embarrassing you know obviously we're adults and we don't necessarily deem pairs of underwear as embarrassing or not but when we're playing into this kink and acting out these fantasies that specific pair of underwear is seen as that as is seen as such you know and however i personally do think that a lot of different styles of underwear can be seen as embarrassing. Me personally, uh-huh. with my content, I love exploring, you know, superhero themed underwear. These are men's briefs, but yet they have these superhero patterns on them. Or these are men's briefs, but yet they're pink. Not exactly the traditional color that you would see like a buff, you know, jock wearing at the gym and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different things or even thongs, you know, they're not exactly the most masculine kind of underwear. So there's a lot of different underwear, in my opinion, that can be seen as quote unquote, you know, embarrassing. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. And for some of our listeners, he's not saying they're embarrassing. He's just plain and just a kink about embarrassing. So I know we'll get some people saying that. So just just note that people that we're talking about the the difference between, you know, kink not being, oh, you shouldn't wear that. Oh, no, no, no. But just so you people know and don't write me and tell me because I know <laughs> some of you will. But we're we're talking in the world of kink and the world of, you know, different things out there. And it's true because, you know, there's this whole thing around masculinity and underwear and. You know, you shouldn't wear pink, you shouldn't wear thongs, you shouldn't wear this, uh, which is on both sides of, well, actually across the spectrum in sexuality, because you have like straight guys like, oh, I can't wear that. I'll be labeled as gay or gay mm-hmm. guys going, oh, that's too gay, even for me. Yep. And so it's very interesting that how underwear is sort of in the middle of this sort of battleground for what what is masculine, what is not masculine. So... That's cool. That's very cool. Very interesting. You're very interesting, I will say. (laughs) Um, So before we go any further, let's get some of your favorite brands right now. It can be white briefs. It can be anything. Just, you know, just the, the brands that you know that you're really loving right now. And we know with underwear, things change constantly. So you may not have these same like six months from now or a year from now, but what are the ones you love currently? What are your go-tos you either using your content or in real life? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So I like classic stuff a lot, you know, classic Hanes or classic jockey or Calvin's, but for like fancy designer type undies, 
you know, I like to exist. And most recently I purchased this brand called Villain and it's spelled like superhero villain except V-I-L-L-Y-N. So yeah, that's a new brand from this like, you know, hot, sexy um, influencer (laughs) who decided to like come out with an underwear brand. I don't really know his name. I think his name is John. And yeah, I just saw him modeling them and promoting them as his own underwear brand. And I thought I'd support him because I like his content. And then Mm -hmm. also I liked the way he looks in his underwear. And so I thought, you know, if I buy them, I'll look the exact same. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So those are the, the newest to my collection villain briefs. I don't know if I've seen them or not. They kind of sound familiar, but I will have to look them up afterwards for sure. Yeah, I've posted a couple of their briefs, like screenshots and shared them on my Twitter. Because on my Twitter, I don't only just post like, you know, my own content, but it's also content that I find online of men showing their underwear and stuff like that. So I've shown, you know, I've promoted (laughs) promoted those briefs for John, even though I have no kind of affiliate or anything with him. And it's funny, I even had one of my fans say like, you know, I wore his briefs for some of my content and I had a fan reach out and say like, oh, hey, I purchased those villain briefs and I love them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to get on an affiliate link system or something. Nice. I'm scrolling through your Instagram, I mean your Twitter right now. So I'm seeing if I could find one. Uh, oh, it's, it was a while ago, but if you just search villain underwear, it'll definitely pop up on Google. It might be faster. Well, I'm just running through your... You do some interesting content that I like, so it doesn't hurt that I have to scroll through all these men in briefs to get (laughs) to where I'm going. You know, I mean, that's just torture for me. Yeah, that's the main thing about my Twitter is it's usually brief centric, bikini brief centric or thongs. I will post other underwear as well, like sometimes boxers, but it's usually like funny. Like I tweeted out a picture today of this guy wearing boxer briefs in one photo, a shirtless mirror selfie. And then in the same pose, he's wearing white briefs. And I just, you know, put the caption when you run out of boxers, dot, dot, dot. And then hashtag tidy whiteies. And it's just kind of funny because it's like, you know, there's this straight guy. It's a straight guy in the photo uh, who took this picture of himself in boxers, but then he took the exact same photo in tidy whiteies. And I just find that like that caption kind of interesting. You know, I find it, I think it's very applicable to a lot of men who have, you know, uh, that laundry day pair of underwear in their drawer. I think we all have that kind of pair. So, yeah, I like creating those scenarios in my head. Well, we do have so many guys who like a variety of things. We have, like, people on our podcast, like Andy and Eric, who are very thong-centric. But we have people who wear a bunch of different stuff. It's not just one type of underwear. It's they wear briefs and they wear trunks and they wear, you know, compression gear. So it always varies. So that's one thing that's taught me doing the podcast and whatnot that never really, although I do speak badly about the boxers and several people I know give me hell over it. Um, They know who they are. They, I never speak badly about, underwear because everyone likes it and it's very different very fun you know i still haven't gone all the way down but you do have some great bikinis i saw a red one and a white one definitely i didn't see those but i will go back to them i get distracted by the other content sorry (laughs) people 
He's got good content. I'm just telling you. It's if you're not following him, you definitely need to. I'm going to your one you said you posted. Oh, yeah. Drunken woman. And then whites in the other. Yay. Okay, I was momentarily distracted. Let's get back to our questions. <laughs> so, do your, you know, you mentioned you had friends in college and whatnot. Do your current friends know your obsession with underwear and that you're a content creator for underwear related content? Or is it more, you know, this is on the side and if they find it, they find it? Yeah, great question. So, I'm starting to be more open about it. But it's very little by little. Like I told a friend of mine uh, like two days ago about my OnlyFans and that I do this. And he was like, it's funny because I didn't tell him the content of it. I just told him, I was like, yeah, it's very interesting. Like I don't get naked very often on there. (laughs) It's more, you know, it it scratches a certain itch for people. And I I was like very weary of and very awkward about saying it. You know, it's an underwear centric like only fans and stuff like that and you know eventually after like a day or two of him being like really cool i just kind of told him what it was and told him the specifics like it's not just underwear but it's like embarrassing situations and underwear and all of this kind of you know men being vulnerable kind of stuff oh uh, you know with wedgies and pantsings and all that jazz and um you know he was really cool about it so i'm starting to be more open about it but i think i'm not gonna you know share it on my public instagram and be like hey go follow me on OnlyFans yep. because it's just a little awkward for me and i don't know if i'm ready for that hey go follow my only fans <laughs> hey mom dad you know friends i haven't seen since high school come on follow it but it's interesting when you say that because i have found that usually most people especially in the gay world straight that's something totally separate but at least on the gay side when you talk about underwear, it's not like a big shock to people. They're kind of like, oh, okay, cool. All right, whatever. But it's some still are kind of like, Ooh, what? Ugh. But the gays seem to be, all right, cool, whatever. Do what you want to. Go ahead. Have fun. So that's good. Because I think we need to not stigmatize OnlyFans because... So many people out there are right now, and it's just like, give it a rest. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it's interesting that you say that because I, I definitely agree. You know, I think most people in the LGBT space, you know, would be pretty accepting and just like very casual about someone being like, oh, yeah, I have an underwear fetish or whatever. Because sometimes I think a decent amount of the time, you know, gay guys specifically would say, oh, well, I kind of like underwear too. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems to be the normal response. Is it as deep as you and I's kinks or fetishes or interests, whatever? Probably not. <laughs> but, you know, it seems to be a common theme. But what's interesting is about the friend that I just mentioned. He's actually straight, married, and, you know, he's very cool and very accepting. Oh, wow, Nice. Exactly. So it's like, oh, I told him about it before I've told certain gay friends about it because I feel like my gay friends would be like very nosy and invasive and be like, send me the link I want to see. And I'm like, I don't want you to see that. <laughs> well, I'd be like, if you're going to pay, you can see all you want. I don't know. It's just Go it's ahead. it's tough for me because it's like, you know, I have this underwear embarrassment kind of thing. And for me, it's really hard to explain because it's like I both love and hate it. 
And it's one of those things where it's like when it's happening to me, when I'm getting pantsed or when I'm getting wedgied, it's not something that I like enjoy in the moment. Like it is actually embarrassing. It is actually something that I like regret in a way. It's not until afterwards that I look back and kind of relive the moment and kind of accept it happening to me that I start to kind of like enjoy it, if that makes sense. So it's kind of a love hate thing. And so if I involve people from my personal friends who will watch this content, I really don't want to get messages from them saying like, oh, wow, you're really embarrassed. I cannot believe you wear tidy whities Even though that's something that interests me, it's like in the moment, I will just like hate my life. You know, it's really hard to explain. <laughs> well, that many fetishes out there kind of happens like that, though, especially with embarrassment and stuff, because you get the rush afterwards because you had the embarrassment and yeah i've run across several people who feel that way about that so that's i don't think that's abnormal for the embarrassment fetish part of it it's because you really want to be embarrassed that's the part of it but afterwards you're like oh wow okay so that's cool (laughs) very cool you're very interesting, mister. You're very interesting. That's why I wanted to have you on. Your <laughs> content is just really fun, really... It's it's not over the top. It's not like super hardcore sex, but it's just different is the way to look at it, I tell people. Yes, yes. That's exactly how I tell people because there's a lot of people in, you know, speaking OnlyFans, there's a lot of creators who have wedgie-themed OnlyFans or bully-themed OnlyFans or, you know, underwear-themed OnlyFans and stuff like that. However, I always tell people, like, like mine, I literally always describe it how you did. Like, it's very different. You know, it's very much embarrassment-themed, and it's very much, like, real-life scenarios. I try to keep it really as authentic as possible. Like, these are actually things that happen to me, and these are actually real-life things that are captured on camera for people to consume. So it's not really faked. It's not staged. It's just real. And so, yeah, it's really fun. It's really interesting. So. (laughs) Okay. I have a question for you about this. Sure. So you said you like it real. You like it authentic. You like to make the content. What has been the hardest scenario to bring about that you've done so far? Because I know a lot of work goes into content creation. As we said before, we got on the podcast. There's a lot going on. So is there something that stuck on your mind that was like, you know, hard, either hard to set up or logistically film or? Yeah, yeah. great question. So I like to basically have these scenarios happen organically. So like, for instance, I have this, these videos on uh, my OnlyFans where I went to this, I can't say the name of it, but I went to this business and they have a valet service there. And basically I made like a connection with one of the valets that works there. And while talking to him, I have this method of where I can basically ask anyone in the world, boxers or briefs or boxer briefs, and can have a discussion about underwear with anyone. It can be a stranger. It can be a friend. It can be someone walking down the street. Like it doesn't have to be anyone, you know, specifically. And I can have that conversation. I've kind of built like a little method. And so I basically started up that conversation with him 
found out his underwear preference. We talked about underwear. And, you know, during that conversation, I can tell if a guy is interested in keeping the conversation going or if they just kind of want to, if they're done with it. And if they're interested, I'll bring up wedgies and I'll bring up all these different scenarios. And basically it will lead to possibly, hopefully, me getting wedgied from these real people in real life. And um, yeah, so that was something that I set up with him. And again, it just kind of happened organically just through an underwear conversation. And yeah, I got wedgied out of it and got like embarrassed out of it and then did multiple videos with him because, you know, I do um, whenever I have these conversations or these moments happen in real life, you know, I compensate the other person, you know, Mm -hmm. with ballet specifically, I tip, you know, you tip a ballet typically. And, you know, I kind of tipped him really well and he was interested in filming more content and stuff like that. So yeah, that was something that I guess was kind of logistically hard. You could say just because, you know, you have to take that risk. You have to say like, oh, hey, will you wedgie me for my OnlyFans? <laughs> and it can be an awkward thing. But if you've built up the relationship, then it's not so bad. And I've had people say no, but, you know, that's that's all it is. It's just a rejection and you move on and go to the next one. That's like a superpower, I will say, is to bring up with guys and ask underwear. Because even I don't have that superpower. And I'm kind of jealous of that superpower. I have a method. I can teach it to you. We we will definitely talk because normally I'm – usually I'm the person that goes to the parties and whatnot. And people find out through friends or through whatever, especially if it's a gay crowd, that what I do and what the blogs and the store and whatnot – so it's like, oh, you like underwear. Oh, and then they start up a conversation as opposed to the other way around. So mm, it would be very yeah. interesting to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be very interesting. That's that's a superpower. Oh, my God. Oh, I've had convers- I've had those underwear conversations with probably like 50 to 100 guys. And you would not believe the answers that I've gotten. <laughs> so what's the wildest answer you've gotten from a guy when you're having these conversations? I have I have two stories, the two answers. The first was I was in college and I was basically doing some shadowing. I didn't know if I was going to be a, become a teacher, so I was shadowing at a high school, I think it was, or a middle mm-hmm. school. And basically I was shadowing this like I want to say it was algebra, an algebra teacher. He was a male teacher, probably in his late 30s or in his mid early to mid 40s. Kind of a shorter um, thicker gentleman, bald, very much looked like a coach. And sure enough, he was like the wrestling team coach or something like that. And, you know, I started um, an underwear conversation with him. And the answer that he told me was that he wore, and this was in, you know, what, five years ago or something like that. He told me that he wore bikini briefs. And that is the only time that I've had that answer specifically, especially coming from a straight male in Texas. And I, you know, was kind of playing a part. I obviously know what bikini briefs are being an underwear aficionado, but I played dumb and I was like, oh, well, what are bikini briefs? You know, I kind of wanted to (laughs) hear what he had to say about them. And he was like, you know, they don't sound like the most masculine, but they're kind of like briefs, like, because I had told him that I was a briefs guy. And he was like, you know, they're kind of like briefs. And he was just like, but they're and he didn't want to say the word smaller. He was like very shy, kind of embarrassed about it. And I was like, but they're skimpier. 
like I kind of finished the sentence for him. And I love to kind of like twist the scenario. And I like embarrassing guys too, <laughs> just as a uh. confession. So I kind of flipped it on him and yeah, it was kind of fun. And then we talked about wedgies a little bit too. And I mentioned, you know, I mentioned, you know, if people still do wedgies nowadays and he was like, oh my gosh, if they do that, then I'm kicking them off the team and all this stuff. So it was kind of cool to hear that, that like he would take like bullying kind of seriously. That was nice to hear. And then, um, you know, he told me about his past as a wrestler and how no one liked wearing jock straps and stuff. So he wore bikinis underneath his singlet and all this stuff, which was interesting to hear about too. And then that was one answer that I thought was really interesting. And then the second answer was I had this locksmith come to my place of business where I used to work. This was a few years ago. And basically I had an underwear conversation with him and the guy was like, oh, you know, I used to wear briefs, but my wife made me switch to boxer briefs. This was a guy who was in his uh, late fifties or early sixties, but he looked, he looked good for his age. And he, it was funny because like he even showed me the top of his underwear, like uh, after us talking for not very long and they were red, I want to say jky boxer briefs or red pair of thieves boxer briefs Mm -hmm. i just remember they were specifically from target based on the brand and then i was like oh yeah these are mine and then i pulled up mine and i was wearing gray bonds briefs that i had purchased when i visited australia and he even asked like oh how far do those go down and i pulled them up a little bit higher giving myself kind of like a front wedgie showing off my underwear and he was like oh okay like he saw that they were briefs and then the The crazy part is that that isn't the crazy part of his answer. When we were kind of like, when I was walking him out, he told me about his son. He was like, well, at least it's not like my son. My son wears thongs. Uh And I was like, what? I was like, your son wears thongs. And he was like, yeah, and they're men's thongs. He clarified. And I was like, so this guy knew about men's thongs existing, which my mind was kind of blown at this point. And I was just like, really? He does. I was like, how old is he? And he told me his age. I think he was like in his thirties. And then he was like, and then he even told me, I was like, how did he get into that? That's what I asked him as if like he would know his son's underwear story, but I figured why not ask. Right. And he said, I don't know. Like he was like, I think his girlfriend or his wife, I can't remember what word he used, but he was like, I think his wife or girlfriend got him into them. I don't really know. And I was just like, what? Like I wanted to know that whole story. I wanted to know that guy's whole life. But who knows, maybe that guy's an underwear aficionado and listening to this podcast, just want to let you know your dad outed you as a thong guy, just so you know, it's out there. So if you're in Texas and married and love thongs and your dad's a locksmith, yeah, everyone, he's telling everyone you love thongs. Just saying, might as well come on the podcast and tell your side. I'm I'm just like, come on. Yeah, but those are the top two craziest answers that I've gotten. That's incredible. Wow. Okay. We've had some stuff on the podcast before, but nothing like that. I'm going to have to team up with you and do some podcasts. Jesus. <laughs> Jealous. My content is different. Yes, it is very different. So It's it. different, but it's definitely very cool. It's definitely very what guys who love white briefs are into. It's right on, you know, target for what they like. And it, you do have different styles of underwear. Cause some of our listeners are probably like, Oh, white briefs. They don't like white briefs. 
But I'm like, you have bikinis, you have white briefs, you have pouch briefs, you have all sorts of things, not just that. But yeah, I, it's funny because I think people would think that I'm typically wearing tidy whities all the time, but that's not the case, actually. <laughs> what do you wear most of the time, then? Usually, like, colored briefs. I own more colored briefs because the white ones, like, they, I exercise a decent amount, and I cannot wear white to exercise. I just, sorry, I can't because I'll ruin the underwear. You know, I sweat, and sweating is just gross in white underwear, in my opinion. Maybe that's I, just me and my body. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Um, there are many out there who do not agree, and I say eat your own. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like currently, I, I'm, currently I'm wearing you know black Everlast um, sport briefs. I want to say, and yeah, that's what I'm currently wearing. So, which is strange. I I used to be really anti black underwear actually, and it wasn't until I don't know a couple a year or two ago that I got like all of a sudden I have like five or six pairs of black briefs, and I'm just like, wow, I like black briefs now. Interesting. So my underwear taste is always changing, always evolving. It's fun. Wow. Well, when I was younger, especially teens and probably early 20s, I didn't buy white underwear. I had worn the tidy whities all my life, and I'm like, I don't want white anymore. I want colors. I want bright colors. I want this. And it wasn't until probably my mid-20s that I I bought a white bikini. I remember exactly. And I was like... I want this bikini, but it's only available in white. I'm like, I'll get it. And then after that, I'm like, okay, I can have white again. I just associated it with tidy whities and boring. And now it's like, oh, I can have white. I can have any color. Yay. It's the rainbow of underwear. So, yeah. Awesome. I guess that wraps up my questions. I had to go into a roundabout order because (laughs) you, you have certainly the different view of underwear. You're very interesting. Uh, I hope to get you back on because there's so much more I could talk to you about. Oh my goodness. I could go for probably like two hour podcast talking to you, but, <laughs> but we will not do that. This podcast, I'll break it up. Uh, cause a, I don't want to edit a two hour podcast and B, well, everyone has a life. So, right. Right. So we're not going to keep him longer than we have to. So yay. Um, so now the easiest question of all is where can people find you online? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Twitter, um, Tumblr, and I'm coming soon to YouTube and TikTok. but all my platforms are at jock embarrassed. Okay, cool. Go follow him on one or all of those platforms, depending on which one you engage in most. And, uh, yeah, follow me at UNB Tim. And thank you, Jock, for coming on. It was definitely a pleasure. I enjoyed it immensely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. Awesome. All right, people, have an amazing week. And there will be more podcasts soon. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at UNB blog.com. 
Also, follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNBTIM on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye. Thank you.